0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production.
1: Welcome to the Love Job Podcast. I am Lacey Ray. And I am T. And this month we have our favorite special guest would you like to introduce yourself again
2: yes hey everybody it's candace you know me from ratchet ramblings and the insecure experience and some other shows on the network but yeah i just i came through it's been a while i feel like it's almost been like a year might have been a year now but i'm here and i'm ready to dive into
1: the topic of the night yes so um Miss Candace brought to our idea of uh, the fear of being left out. And this is not just in relationships, but platonic relationships, friendships, family. We're gonna dive into all of it. I'm um I'm gonna say green to the subject because it's like if I'm just not included, I'm just not included. Or um, I don't know. Don't really want to go with society standards, but uh Candice, go ahead and elaborate more on the subject for us.
2: Okay, cool. So a lot of people don't know what FOMO is, which is fear of missing out, but a lot of people experience it and it's basically um not just a sense that there might be better things out there that you could be doing, but it's a feeling that you're missing out on something fundamentally important that other people are experiencing right now in their lives. Like uh, people around you, co-workers, friends, family, even if you see some of your exes on social media and you be like, damn, we broke up. Now this motherfucker married. What happened? How did that happen so quick? And oftentimes when people get into a mind frame that they're missing out on something, they just rush into something even if it's not the best thing for them like I know a lot of people who have been in relationships have gotten jobs have you know done a lot of things out of the fear of missing out because they feel like they need to be in the mix with everybody else do you do y'all think that's like you feel like you've ever had a fear of missing out with something in your life
0: yes in both relationships as well as in I guess you can call it a career. Yeah, I'll say it's a career instead of a job. I've definitely felt that way. And as far as like professionally in a career, it's not that I felt jealousy about, you know, certain people being able to advance in their career. But at the back of my mind, I was like, how does nigga get put on before me? Like for real? Like am I that, you know, bad of an employee? So seeing people being able to advance in things in their career, it definitely made me feel like I was missing out on something like, well, what am I doing wrong? Or more so, what can I do better? And I definitely will say before I actually took time to completely remove people I previously dated out of my life, um, just so happened the last person I dated, we worked at the same company I most definitely felt that most strongly than I had ever felt before. I felt like I was missing out because we broke up New Year's Day 2018. A couple months later, he's in a new relationship. A few months later down the line that same year, he got the same person pregnant. So I definitely felt like I was missing out, like, well, we dated for three years and we couldn't get it together yet. You've been able to move on to be with somebody else and start a family with that person. But here I am yet single again, like, what am I doing wrong? Where did I go wrong? So it it definitely made me feel like I was missing out until I came to my senses, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will definitely say that social media can definitely play an integral part in feeling like you're missing out professionally as well as in your personal life.
1: I'm going to say, uh, to speak on the relationship part, as far as um, you were saying that you broke up with someone and then uh they got married or had a baby and was like, well what happened? Why didn't that work for me? I always look at those type of situations like maybe I dodged a bully. And every time that I those type of situations happen, I'll be with someone and they'll go get married or they'll go and have a baby. Um nine times out of ten, those situations don't end up in the greatest light. So I again look at it like dang, I dodged a bully. As far as career um I felt that way before because out of all of my uh friends, I am the only one I'm working on it now, but I am the only one without a uh college degree. I'm in school for it now, <laughs> but um and I looked at it like, hey, I just need to get on it was more it's not well why um why don't I have these same opportunities it was it's more Uh, I need to get on my ball and do what I need to do so that I can have it for myself and, you know, birds of a feather flock together. So, but I never like, oh, woe is me? Why don't I have it? It's just, oh, well, you know, it's a lot of certain things. Like now, um, before I started my class, I was offered the position to be um, in one of the local school boards. And when she asked me, did I want the position? I'm like, yeah, but y'all are aware that I don't have any type of background in education. Y'all are aware that I don't have a college degree. She was like, yeah, that's not why they want you. They want you because you're you. So that adds on to um, why I don't always feel like, hey, um, I'm being left out of something. If I felt that way, it was more of, I need to get on my own stuff as opposed to being jealous. Because you can't be jealous of someone that you or your friends or family or whomever because they're advancing their life. You just got to put yourself in the same position so that you can't advance along with them. Agreed. Or um, maybe, no, I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had a fear of missing out with a relationship. I'm right where you are. Reese, see like when shit has not worked out i'll be like whoo i'm glad i ain't get pregnant by that nigga,"
1: you know what yeah. i'm saying oh, okay. or
2: whoo you know marriage sound good but that wasn't gonna work out because we argue about every little fucking thing so i've i've honestly never had a fear of missing out like romantically i always believe what's for me is for me um mm-hmm. and you know we could have a come to God moment. Like I probably have been a stepping stone for niggas in the past. Like I'm, I have may have been an example for them of everything they did wrong. And they probably went to the next bitch and got some of it right because niggas is not going to get nothing right. A hundred percent of the time. So Mm -hmm. I'm not giving y'all that much, but they have probably moved to the next relationship and fixed a lot of the shit that they messed up with me. So it's like, okay, it happens. I know. I've used quite a few niggas as stepping stones. I wasn't shit. I <laughs> cheated on you. I did not give a fuck. I was, you know, a stranger and other niggas while we was together. And then I, when it blew up in my face and you was all mad and shit, nah, it's over. Even though you didn't leave, but once once it ended, you know, when I finally got with Mike, I was like, I'm interested in being a good girlfriend to this nigga. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and look at <laughs> I'm not here to play no games with him. So no, I don't have a fear of missing out with relationships, but I've definitely had them professionally and, you know, in my education journey, um, just, you know, seeing the way that, you know, when I was in college, just seeing the way white people get shit handed to them. And as a black person, you gotta, you gotta scratch and scrape and, kick the doors in and you it does cause you to have a fear of missing out like what the fuck am I doing wrong I'm doing the work I'm showing up I'm acing the exams I'm doing good on my projects why isn't shit being handed to me and And I've had that
1: professionally as well yeah you're definitely right about that especially um, with white people because they have my uncle has a law firm and um, his secretary is gonna put me in a position. I don't have to interview for it or nothing. You're not even done with school yet, so you you definitely right about that. It's like, dang, why my mom to got a law firm and he didn't put me on,
0: but. Uh, yeah, I've definitely, I definitely felt that way as well, even when it comes to my education, because what I went to school for, for both undergrad and grad school, I am not presently in either one of those fields. So oh, okay. when I see some of the friends that I am still friends with from college that switched majors while we were in school and are successful and flourishing in their careers, initially Um, a few years out of school, I definitely felt like I was missing out. I felt like at some point that the education and the experience that I had earned was in vain. And it wasn't, you know, neither any of my friends made me feel that way. It was just something that I was dealing with within my own insecurities and feeling like I did something wrong. But then when I think about it, Had I pursued the career I went to undergrad for, look at the landscape, look at how journalism, because I went to school for journalism, look how journalism has changed since then, where people are so quick to want to have breaking news, they don't even get all the facts straight up front the first time. You know what I mean? And like, just the whole idea of print journalism has died out, so media Everything is basically on social media where you have to learn not only to write, you have to be a videographer, you have to wear so many different hats, and the landscape has changed so much. So at some point, I would have had to make a career pivot anyway, and then as far as my um, what I have a master's in, I would have had to do additional schooling, I would have had to do a, an internship, and... I- I would have had to get certifications for me to be successful. And at the time when I finished graduate school, I'm like, this is a bit much. Like, I really don't have time for this. So I'm just going to get back into, you know, working a job. And so, yes, I definitely have felt like how Canis has mentioned watching how mediocre white people get to advance more than you and you have either the same level of education and experience, or you might have more education and more experience than they do, but they get to advance while you still might be stuck in that current role for longer than what you had anticipated. And so I will also say, as far as relationships are concerned, later on down the line, if I did feel like I was missing out or whatever after they moved on, when I saw the demise of whatever it may have been, them, you know having a family and having to co-parent or barely mm-hmm. co-parenting or getting married and they might not stay married and, or they cheat in or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. I had to at some point have a come to Jesus moment as well. Like, you know what? If I had married this man, we would have been divorced. If I had I had a child by this man, I would have been on snapped. I would have been in jail. You know what I'm saying? So eventually I did come to my senses, but initially when things are still fresh those wounds are still fresh and you haven't totally healed from the situation i definitely did feel like i was missing out but in hindsight i mean in you know looking back on it or whatever the case may be i'm just like no nah, girl you know what you definitely dodged a bullet cuz you definitely would have been a baby mom from hell you definitely would have been hell on wheels for this man. So some things it's just better the way that they ended. At the time, you might not feel that way, but in the long run, you actually made out better. Absolutely, yeah. Which, which
2: I, I know a lot of people who do shit because they don't want to not be in the mix, and I feel like. Uh, I see a lot of women do that in relationships because it's so much societal pressure for women to conform to the old school shit. Like, you know, you see people like by the time my grandma was 23, she had been married 10 years and had six kids. I don't give a fuck about your grandma being sold in the sex work. I'm gonna be honest yeah.
1: with you, <laughs> Bro, I was just gonna say, uh, me and your grandma is not the same.
2: Okay, I, I'm I'm not here to judge. I understand the landscape was totally different back then, but in 2021, I don't feel like women should be should feel pressure to get married, have kids, settle down, and you know have a home. If that's something you want.
1: Have it
2: if that's what you want if that's really what you want you are allowed to have that for yourself but to just go accepting any old thing so that you can stop people from saying well damn when you gonna get married well damn when you gonna have some kids and my question is always i'm gonna get married when you gonna pay for the wedding before i got married that would be my answer to people I'll get married when you have money for my wedding. I'll I'll have kids when you can be prepared to buy everything I need on my registry. Top the then and only then can you discuss with me when I'm going to have some children or get married. But a lot of women settle behind that shit. They do settle and they do put up with anything and they do allow men to be manipulative and outlandish and, you know, not have to come to the table with too much of anything all for the sake of being able to say, yep, girl, I got a man and I love him. And he loved me. Meanwhile, he don't do shit. And I'm not even just talking about cheating. He don't do shit for you, period. So if, if you scared of missing out on stuff like that, please don't be, it's, it could get, it get, it can get get on them long-term relationships. It can get ghetto in them long-term marriages. Look at the divorce rate. Mm-hmm. If you're not in it because it's what you want and that person fulfill you, girl, stay in your whole phase.
0: That is definitely an old school way of thinking that a lot of our elders and our families believe. And sometimes you definitely got to clack back on them. Like, okay, well, where is your man? Where is exactly. your husband? Like you asking, you so concerned about what I'm doing as a, a young single person. What about your own life? Put a mirror up to your own life. What are you trying to do? So I, I finally have reached a point in my life where my family is not, well, they wasn't pressuring me, but they was questioning me and it was annoying questioning me. Oh, when you want to have some kids when I'm ready? Oh, when you want to get married? when you find me a husband. So it, you know, just like you start to get quick on your feet when it comes to stuff like that. Like stop bothering me, especially in a setting where we just having a good time. A family reunion, you asking me about when I'm going to get married, when I'm going to have kids, please leave me alone. I'm here to drink at the open bar and have a great time at the all white party that I hate wearing all white for. So like, I just don't understand that about Older women, and I think also a lot of times they are trying to live vicariously through their family members. If it's not their own child, is their niece or their great niece or a sister? You know what I'm saying? Just like leave people alone. But definitely, I believe that society has. A role in it as well, where if you, as a woman, are not accomplished according to their standards by a certain age, then you haven't accomplished anything. I find it ironic that so many men are so adamant about, oh, well, you're just going to die alone. You, you, don't nobody going to want you. You, you value your career or your education over a man. You're absolutely right. I sure do. And a lot of them are not as educated as women are. And this is just beyond, you know, having a college degree. Just women in general, specifically black women, are more educated. They are more advanced in their careers than a lot of their black male counterparts. And they can't take that. They have been able to skate through life just doing the bare minimum, or not doing anything at all, and people have put up with it, and it starts as a trickle-down effect from their mom, Uh their grandmom, their aunties, their cousins, their nieces, whomever, whoever, and then here he comes into your life, and he expects you to do the same, and a lot of women are not tolerating that anymore. But then there are women, as Candace mentioned, that are just so desperate to have a man that they're willing to put up and settle for anything, and I'm Glad that I was able to get out of that mindset a few months before, where I was like, Man, the next nigga that really showed me some real affection, we're gonna get married. Cause I'm tired. These these streets is ghetto. But then I would have been settling and I would have been upset and I've waited this long to be single for as long as I have, the long as I've been single, for somebody to disappoint me. Like, what type of life would I be living? I would be miserable. I don't want to be like older women in my family. I don't want to be like older women, period, for the most part, because a lot of them are silly in their thinking, even though they're older than you.
1: And so, yeah.
0: this this
1: definitely the truth. When candace first brought the subject up to uh, up to us, that's why I was like, I don't really know any women now that are settling, like. And I call it settling because if you gotta lower your standards just to say you got a man, they're settling. To me, it is. Um, back older women, yeah, a lot of them do it. Like say I got a man, oh, he's taking care of the house, but he cheating, got outside kids, he ain't doing nothing, or you know, he not satisfying you at all. But you gotta make. Now I don't, I don't really, I see it um, more because it's oh, I've been with him for ten. 13 years so I see that part of it but most of the women I know now they're not sitting here settling just to say they got a man they'd rather be single and explore their options as opposed to oh I got a man I've known somebody Mm -hmm. who was with with a guy matter of fact two ladies then with the guy since 10th grade sophomore year in high school and one of them got married to the guy And they ended up divorced less than a a year later. And then the other one, like she was ready to like throw everything away. Don't want to be with him no more. They got three kids together, got a house together, but you don't want to be with this man. But now he tell you, he ready to settle down and give you a ring. So now everything changed. I Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't feel comfortable in it. I wouldn't even want it no more. Cause like what? For me to be like, oh, I'm leaving, that makes you change your minds and say, hey, I want to be with you for, for the rest of my life. We already got a house. Mm-hmm. We already got kids. Like, what's, what's what's not clicking, Steven? Like, I don't get it. So, um, I, I I don't really see a lot of women settling anymore like they used to because you're right. Uh, every, all of my friends are getting married. I need to get, it's time for me to get married too. And then the next guy that you meet, you try to force something on him. You can't force a relationship with nobody. Nope. You can't make nothing. Can't make somebody say out. And I've seen it too. You have a baby by somebody thinking that's going to change their mind. No. No. You just add in one more person to the equation. That's not going to add up. So I I, I don't I'm know I, I I haven't had that mindset of I've, I've been more in judge me, judge me not, I don't care. I'd rather be a hoe than to settle. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'd rather get it how I live than settle because I can't, I, I'm not going to be happy if I'm settling just to say I got a man. I, I also I, think I the
2: reverse it. happens too. Like some people have a fear of missing out. And some people are so afraid to have to start over that they just stay in some shit that they know is not yes. good. them. Mm-hmm. Like there, there is a flip side to, to FOMO and it's like fear of starting over.
0: So FOMO and
2: FOSO <laughs> typically go hand in hand. Like if you see one, you see the other. And like, I know a lot of people who are in situations that, they they think about leaving all the time and what stopped them from leaving is they so scared because they hear people, people be like oh it's ghetto out here you don't want to get back in these streets and be doing woo, 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 woo. it don't matter if it's mm-hmm. ghetto in your relationship what's wrong with being ghetto in the streets you used to be in ghetto you used to the ghetto <laughs> what's the
1: problem are they used to shit even? being fucked up their favorite one is oh I'm I'm trying to stick it around for the kids. Them kids know y'all unhappy. Them kids know yeah, y'all. I don't like that. Not happy. Not sticking around. Them kids know
2: y'all miserable. Them kids miserable. Man.
0: Them kids That's wish y'all to move on. Right. That's one thing I don't understand about a lot of parents is they underestimate just how intelligent and how knowledgeable their children are. Especially if they school age, you think they ain't got you know access to Things that they see, they see that y'all are unhappy, they can fill out the climate in your home, and that also affects them. So you're just willing to stay in a relationship and allowing it to be toxic, and in turn, it affects your children and then they end up being resentful towards you because y'all chose to stay together. Like some things, the writings be on the wall, you just got to chuck your deuces and keep it moving. And I also Mm -hmm. definitely agree that there are women out here that will continue to stay in bad situations because they are afraid to move on. And that's probably why instead of me going through a whole phase, well, I had wanted one. After my last breakup, I just, thought oh, it might just be easier for me just to spin the block over several people. And then it just wasn't worth it anymore. Like that shit was tiring. I was like, I can't do this no more. And this was with a long-term, like standby nigga for a long time. But then I was like, you know what? That's not going to be enough for me no more. And then there was other things that occurred in return of me saying that. And it was for the best. Because why continue to go on a hamster wheel with this person when I know I'm never going to be satisfied? So I'm like, you know what? There is there is beauty in new beginnings. You yeah. just have to be willing to do the work when you're ready to, not because you feel like you're missing out, but do so at your own pace. And at this rate, with well, how these streets are and how these men are, the rose is a, a great substitution for these men. Whoever created it, <laughs> Is going to heaven with gold-plated wings. That's all I'm going to say. Because it's just not worth it. When you think about something, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go into my drawer and pull out one of my various toys and just go to bed happy. At least I go to bed satisfied.
2: Man. Well, amen, sister. <laughs> I, I had, not I even that. No, I was just going to say, not even that. It's just. It, dating is what you make it like I feel like a lot of women <clears throat> don't know how to date and they go in like with super weird expectations and or they start trying to turn it into a relationship before it's time to turn it into a relationship and then they get their feelings hurt and then they be like oh it's so ghetto out here no it's not because treat these niggas how they treat you
1: man
2: that's really it. That's really the key to dating people. Treat that person the way they treat you. If that person is not showing interest beyond, um, you know, going, going to, um, what you doing? how you doing and fucking or what you doing? What's on your mind? What's good. If they're not showing interest to you, you know, outside of that, why are you so deeply invested? Learn mm-hmm. what to pull back from people. Like that's a lesson in life. Learn what to pull back. Like, you got to know when to feed into something and nurture something. You got to learn when to pull back from something. I'm not about to be falling head over heels in love with a nigga who only hit my line at 2 a.m. You sleep? Yes, nigga. Good night. Good night. (laughs) You sleep? Good night. Yes, I am. I did that yesterday. (laughs) no because that's how they do that's how they be that's how yeah. they try you mm-hmm. they play in your face like that and then they be one then when you don't be bothered when you correct them you be like yeah I'm asleep yeah I'm, I'm busy then it's see you don't really fuck with me you right I don't because you only trying to fuck me and I'm not trying to be on that so now that I see Aww. what it is I'm just gonna handle you accordingly and call it a day handle these niggas the way they handle you and you a lot of ladies will enjoy dating a lot better
0: With me, I definitely will say I do not know how to date. I've never actually successfully dated. I've went on a couple of dates with a nigga and then we end up in a relationship. Like we didn't even have that conversation. It just happened. We just got into a relationship. So that is something that I was trying to do differently after my last relationship. But I I learned that my tolerance for a lot of things that I used to put up with just being long-suffering wasn't worth it. So I was. it was easier for me just to cut somebody off as quickly. But I also will say that in the beginning, when COVID first hit the U.S., it definitely backed me up from trying to date because at that point, we couldn't go nowhere. We couldn't go nowhere. We could barely do anything. I mean, some people still, I mean, who didn't already live together- they were still having sex. They were still making babies and all this other stuff. But I just, it backed me up to the point where I was like, is it even worth it? Like, it, it's, it's too much that's going on in the world. So not to say that I couldn't be successful in dating. It's just that COVID definitely backed me up from it. And just, I just learned that my tolerance has gotten uh lower for a lot of things that I was able to put up with, with before. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to stress out about it. If it happens, it happens. But at the same time, I'm not going to be at home twiddling my thumbs, acting like a little lonely spinster. I'm going to continue to enjoy my life and enjoy it to the fullest.
1: Yeah. You can I, do.
0: For real, for real.
1: And I used to be one of the people who didn't know how to date. Like, oh, I really like him. So I'm going stop talking to everybody else. Now it's maybe this man win. And like you said, that whole are you up no I'm not I'm sleep like that 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 was my no I'm not I'm sleep I'm gonna treat you how you treat me I'm gonna match you with your same energy you show no interest I'm gonna show no interest but like I said some women are thirsty to be in a relationship so it's like oh well maybe maybe he just is don't make no excuses for him that's what he is he's showing you what it is and it is what it is
2: and that's and that's all it's gonna ever be, and also stop um I'm the type like I know people handle cutting somebody off differently than me, but I'm one of those people that I want you to know why I'm not fucking with you, like so it's can it ain't gonna never be no confusion it' you will never be confused about why I don't fuck with you, and that's romantically friendship, family you know, work-related, I don't never leave nobody in the dark about why I don't fuck with them. I don't fuck with you. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you did A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like, don't be afraid to tell a motherfucker when they playing in your face. Like, okay, I peep game. You playing in my face and you trying to sit up here and be stupid about it. We not going to do that. So, yeah, I don't don't play those. I don't do that kind of stuff with people. And don't be afraid to To speak up, but yeah, y'all. So some people so scared of having to date again, they just putting up with a nigga who don't make them orgasm, don't pay no bills, Mm. good, don't buy good gifts, don't Mm. deal with the kids. They are the Mm. kid. You you in a relationship, but you got a whole other grown ass kid. That's no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, and I don't think any woman should do that, all for the sake of being like, well. It's ghetto in here. Is it's ghetto? It's it's ghetto in that relationship. You might as well be changing that nigga diaper with your other kids. He act like he not potty trained. It's, so it's ghetto everywhere. At least at least out in them streets you can you can fucking dip. You can get what you need and get gone. Child, mm-mm. I I don't think I've ever been in a relationship where I was like so scared to go back to dating and being single that I was like I'm gonna just make it work with this nigga at least he ain't beating my ass like I've never been one of them type of people I'm not I'm not a glass half full person in a relationship it's like I want what I want or I just don't want to be bothered and I can go get what I want somewhere else it don't have to be with you
0: So, therefore, that reminds me of a tweet that I see. uh, Is this Shamika? She might tweet it like, I want what I want. Stop trying to give me what you think I should have or what you think that I deserve. And that's a, a life mantra that we can live by. Don't give me what you think I deserve or what you think I want. Give me what I want. If I say I require XYZ, you need to give me XYZ or you need to keep it pushing. Yeah, straight like that so yes i do believe that women should be more assertive and not only you know dating they all should be more assertive in their relationships as well and if your partner can't step up to the plate then you should not be afraid to you know make your exodus from that relationship and move on there's way too i mean i know that it it looks like the, the pickings are slim, but I do believe there's definitely good men out there and that are willing to give you what you deserve. It just sometimes sure. it just take time, and sometimes I just believe that when you're not trying to really pursue somebody, is when it's going to happen for you. Sometimes, like not that you actively on the prowl or whatever, looking for you know a man to align with what you desire in life. I just feel like sometimes it's going to happen naturally when you least expect it. At least that's how I feel. I feel like when it, when I least expect it, it's going to happen when it's going to happen. But like I said, at the same time, I ain't sweating it. I'm not sweating what I don't have. I'm actually appreciative of the things that I do have in life because I'm not lacking in love. Even if it's not romantic love, I have love from my, from my family, my friends, You know what I'm saying? And I love myself. That's what's most important, that I'm not going to allow myself to settle for less than what I deserve. I'm just not going to do it. Absolutely.
1: Never settle. Never, ever.
0: Yeah. I
2: I, I absolutely agree with you there. I think that was was it for me, because I'm just like, you either jumping into some shit because you're scared that you're going to get left behind, which... Not to be funny, but a lot of my friends had kids when they were much younger than me, and they have like older kids approaching teen years, high school, college. It that never made me want to rush to have kids. I'm be honest hey. with you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm be have- honest with you. It just somebody having kids before me, it did not make me want to be like, girl, you better go get the fucking. No, I was like, oh, okay congratulations she's so cute he's so cute I love it take this baby shower gift and I was still on birth control like I don't I don't feel like I've ever had a biological clock like that was ticking which has been like a theme on insecure for like Molly how her biological clock is ticking and she gotta hurry up and have kids I'm gonna be honest with you in 2021 Women are having babies a lot later because medicine is far more advanced than it was back then. You know, like after having like being pregnant with Taj and like all the extra testing I went through, just finding out from the doctor that a lot of that testing and stuff is outdated. A lot of the outcomes in older women having babies and having like kids who have, you know, genetic issues and stuff like that, a lot of that information is su- supremely outdated and they just have never updated the research on it but you can absolutely have a healthy pregnancy after the age of 35 you know what i'm saying i never had no biological clock i had kids with a nigga who i knew would be a good parent i didn't have kids with a nigga because i felt like my ovaries was gonna turn into dust if they did so be it i would have just got a puppy like, that's that's where I'm at with stuff like that. Like, if you got a biological clock, just take the battery out, boo-boo. That's all. <laughs> don't even worry about it. Just take the battery out the clock and go about your business. Because wow, you got to have kids you when love. you want huh? or better,
0: them. Or better yet, just charge up your rose that don't need no batteries. And you'll get over it. Because mm-hmm. as beautiful as children and babies specifically are... A lot of times, like, are you really in a, you know, a a right state of mind? And are you able to be a Mm -hmm. a good parent for that child? Because you might feel like you're ready, but in actuality, you're not. And I, I always have this conversation a lot with, you know, closer peers or even family that I feel like I did the absolute right thing not having children in my younger, especially in my 20s. I, was, I could barely take care of myself. And you expect me to be responsible for a whole nother life? No, that's not happening. So I definitely feel later in life, I am able to be a better equipped and accounted for and present parent than I would have been in my 20s. And yes, I may not have been able to live my life to the fullest the way I wanted to in my 20s because I was broke for most of my 20s. But at least I was able to be broke and not have... Somebody else I had to be accountable for. it was just all yeah. on me, so I definitely don't feel that way anymore. and you know, having friends like Candace having children later in in their life, that gives me hope. Like I'm like, well, what's the rush? So when I hear people make snide remarks about me being the age that I am and me still desiring to have children, I'm like, there's a lot of women that are having children in their older age. That don't mean nothing. Just because you decided as soon as you turn 18, you want to pop babies out your coochie. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That is your life that you had to live. And this is my life that I am living presently. So I don't get caught up in that anymore. Like every once in a while, I might feel like, oh, you know, oh, it's so sweet. I got a little baby fever but it, it'd be like five minutes and then I'd be like okay what's for yeah. dinner <laughs> it's like, I just feel that I would be a much better parent in my late 30s heading into my 40s and I would have been in my 20s and I feel that a child deserves that a child deserves everything that I was unable to get because while my mom had me and raised me she was growing up herself. She was a, a late teenager, so why would I have right. wanted the same type of life that my mom had for myself? That just wasn't for me. That just wasn't in my destiny. And even
1: even so, I had um I had my daughter. What twenty five? I still. I don't think I'm still ready, and it's nine years later. <laughs> some some gotta give her because I look I don't think that I'm serious so it's you You can't do what somebody else doing just to fit in and this or what society says you should be society say I should be married with probably three kids to 35 I'll pass yeah. <laughs> I'll pass I'll, I'm going to defy society's standards I don't want it I'll keep my one maybe get married at 45 who knows M- maybe not get married it's not it's and, your choice yeah and, and it's not nobody else's business what i want to do with my personal life my love life none of that when society say out of people's business people be better off in life absolutely because I, I do have some friends that feel like um they can't wait to get married or i'm not gonna say friends i'm gonna say associates that feel like they can't wait to get married yeah, I may make a joke a, a, a two about, hey, my man needs to come find me or my husband needs to come find me but I'm not, oh my gosh, I just, I need to hurry up and go find me a husband so I can have a husband. No, because I might not like him three months later. So no, why would I just jump into something? That, that exactly. That's another thing. They, people be quick to jump into something and then don't know where to pick up the pieces when they fall apart. Don't jump into it. Take your time. It's gonna come. Like like Tia said earlier. When it comes, it's gonna come. And it's gonna come when you least expect it. Not when you're sitting there with your um twiddling your thumbs, rocking back and forth, trying to figure out what's going on. No, it's gonna come and it's gonna come. And not a day later, and not a day sooner or
2: later. Honestly, it's gonna come when you working on yourself and and getting your priorities Mm -hmm. together. That's that's when things tend to fall into place when you actually doing the work and not waiting for things to come to you. And a lot of people don't understand that. And also y'all, y'all let too many people who shouldn't take up space in your lives take up space. That part. Yeah. Some shit, some people just ain't meant to be there. And that's, you know, in a whole bunch of other a whole bunch of ways. Not even trying to be funny, but some things, they just not yours for the taking. Life goes on.
0: Yeah, and when I even and think, think about, about that. the road that I was heading down a few years before, well, first of all, time hop can be a nightmare. When you look back at your mindset from years before, I was like, yo, I was the epitome of a pick me. Not where I was putting other women. Well, some in some aspects I, I was at some point. But I was being a whole hater and a loser when I think about it. Like, why was I so concerned about what quote unquote hoes was doing when I could have just been a hoe myself? Hoes be winning. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, I was really heading down that wrong road of being a pick me. Oh, that would have been terrible. So I'm glad that as I got as I've gotten older. And started to change my mindset. Like, yo, girl, these these men don't deserve half the shit that they say that they do. Because you're the depressed. They got it. They have to, you know, really step their game up. They have to step it up in life in general. And just what was okay in their younger years or what other women may have tolerated before, again, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of women are getting hip to it, and they're getting hip to it a lot earlier than other women have. So when I see women younger than me really being hip to the game, really demanding respect, not tolerating this, not tolerating that, I applaud them. I commend them. That's what you're supposed to do as a – well, I, I would say we, like, in a young IT phase. But that's what you're supposed to do, or, like, a big sis – You're supposed to encourage women to be empowered, truly, to get what they want out of life and out of love and to not settle. And so that just makes me say, wow, I may not have been able to be in that mindset at their age. And I am at it now in my later age. But I can definitely encourage like, girl, do you go out and live your life. If you want to get more degrees, go out and get more degrees. If You want to travel the world, go travel the world. If you want to be a hoe, hold to the best of your ability, but do whatever you know is going to make you happy in life. Because life is too short to be miserable. Life is too short to settle. And life is too short to say, what if? Absolutely. Definitely. Couldn't agree more.
2: That was, that was my thing. I all Hey, I just thought it was a good conversation for us to have. Cause I think a lot of women do get in a headspace where they don't realize they moving out of a fear of missing out or a fear of starting over, but they are absolutely moving and and trapped in fear in some form or some Mm -hmm. fashion. Like you can't be afraid to start over, but you also can't, like Reese said, go jumping into shit and don't know what you're getting into. You know, I know we've done a lot of shit. I did a lot of that. But that's why we're here now. Because if we tell you, hopefully you won't have to go through that. You know, go into shit with your eyes wide open and recognize when you selling yourself short. Because when somebody else recognizes that they're selling you short and you allow them to do it, oh, that's just the beginning that. of the end. They're going to continue to play with you.
1: Continue
2: Continue So You know Best of luck out here ladies
0: Yes and another word of advice Another word of advice is When somebody hurts you Or they play in your face It's intentional They intended to do that No Mm -hmm. matter how they say oh I never meant to hurt you They meant that shit They meant that So take that as you will And move accordingly. But do not allow somebody another opportunity to play in your face. Do not allow someone another opportunity to hurt you because you deserve better. And never
1: settle. Don't settle in nothing your career, your love life, hell, the food you wanna eat. Don't settle.
0: Don't settle for a kitten heel when you can have a five-inch hill, sis.
2: If you got bad ankles, you better settle for the kitten heel, but...
0: Just wear flats.
2: (laughs) Write your own... (laughs) Cute sneakers. (laughs) Write your own ticket. Don't let nobody write it for you. And don't let nobody else tell you how you should write your story. It's your story. Mm -hmm. And when you look back on it, good, bad, or indifferent... You want to be able to say the choices I made in my story was my own. That way you not feel with a lot of regret because people have a lot of regret because they let other people convince them how to move in their own life. Move on your time. Move how you need to. Okay, since you didn't, you didn't feel like going to college at 18, boom, you 34 now and you ready to go to school and get it the fuck over with. That's your story. Nobody could force you to go to school at 18 and waste your fucking money and not finish. Like so many people have. I know a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of college dropouts who if they would have been given the time to start college when they were ready, they would have finished. If they if they didn't have people talking about you supposed to get out of high school and go directly to college, because if you don't, you ain't going to be able to get a good job. You ain't going to be able to do this. You ain't going to be able to do that. And they wouldn't waste their goddamn time and money. They ain't got student loans for a degree that they do not have. And play again, they're like
1: that. I was just gonna say that. That also goes with letting people play in your face and stand under society standards. So society says when you leave high school, you're supposed to go to college. Some people not even read, not mentally ready for college. Uh, let alone yeah. financially ready, or has the support to be ready for college. So sometimes you yeah. may have to sit out. Sometimes you may have to, or take another route and start start working in a job that could build your career, or go to trade school. Hell, be the I, I, I just know, had but...
2: this conversation with my mom about how we are currently living in a society where they diminish trade workers. Mhm. Mhm. Electricians yes. make six figures. Yes. Mhm. Plumbers yes. make six figures. Yeah. Carpenters be out here making six figures. Barbers is out here opening their own shops and flourishing. Hairstylists, nail techs, the nail tech game wide open, baby. You can go down the rabbit okay. hole on nail tech Instagram and TikTok and never come up. Mm-mm. The girls and the guys is making money.
1: With this money. They
2: decided they own path. They didn't let nobody convince them they should do ABCD when they was really ready to do DE, do everything after it. Mm-hmm. Like just, just stop, just write your own ticket. You ain't missing out on nothing. How can you miss out on something that's not for you? Somebody else's journey, not yours, is not for you. So what exactly would you be missing out on?
1: We're definitely our, our, our own unique people. Everybody's not meant to go to college. Everybody's not meant to go to trade school. Everybody's not meant to work uh, in customer service. Everybody's not meant to work um, in corporate America. So everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. So you just have to pick what's best for you. Not what somebody else says you should do. Or uh, like Tia said, I'm at the family gathering. You telling me I need to have more kids and get married? No, you need to mind your business and worry about
0: why you got your situations over there. Society is a mm-hmm.
1: a, a motherfucker. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, society is crazy. When you think about how wild of a concept it is to deem an 18 year old fresh out of high school as an adult, mm-hmm. and you but expect they can't them really t- far. right, you expect them to know what they desire in life. And then they career and then love. They are still a teenager. How do you expect someone to make life-altering decisions like that at such a young age? So it it was always great when I got an opportunity to see people who did not go to college fresh out of high school. They started out in corporate America or in, you know, working, and then they ended up going to college a little bit later. And it was the best decision that they could have made. It truly was. So definitely just encouraging people just to write your own story, go at your own pace and do not allow your parents to live vicariously through you because they had a fear of missing out on the life that they wanted and they forced you into it as a child. Yep.
1: Never settle. Build your own bridge. Write your own book. Write your own ticket. Build your own lane. Well, we're gonna wrap up this episode of Love Draw Podcast. Um, again, I am Reese Ray. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I Am Kirby Vixen. We have our Love Draw Facebook page, Love Draw Podcast. On Instagram and Twitter, we are low drop pod. We also have merch. Check out the links in the bio. T, where can they, where can they find you?
0: Y'all can find me on Twitter at T the Gym. You can find me on Instagram at underscore T the Gym. You know, we definitely are open to all feedback, all comments, five star ratings. Don't forget about that. Don't be giving us less than five star ratings and we definitely are open even if you have some criticism if you want to be a guest on our show if you have some suggestions for topics that you would like us to discuss we are open to it all yes
1: yes yes and you miss candace
0: um you can find me on all social
2: media at not so newlywed pc um thank y'all for having me on i truly appreciate y'all um, we're getting ready to go into the holidays. So this will be, um, <laughs> <This'll> be interesting. This will be interesting, interesting time of year. Um, But yep, I love coming on to chat with you ladies and I will probably be back on sometime in the new year.
1: Oh, and before we let you go, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary, thank you. your hubby!
2: Thank you. Yeah, we've been married five years, so we chugging along. It don't feel like it's been five yeah. years. That's how fast time is moving. But thank y'all. I appreciate
1: y'all. And we out, ladies. We'll talk to y'all next
0: time. Bye.